<laughs> Get it out of my system. I've got to give you like a stainless steel water bottle or something. <laughs> you got to stop that crankling probably, those things. That probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Welcome to I Used to Know. I'm Scott. And I'm Steve. We are your hosts for this adventure into the past. Where we dive into things we used to know when we were kids that are no, no longer true. Hey, Steve. Hey, Scott. Hey, so do you remember in our podcast, I used to know maps. We talked about Christopher Columbus. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was talking about Christopher Columbus. He had a, he had a map. It was a, a map that was based on Ptolemy's map, but... It was using Arabian miles uh, instead of Italian miles, and things got mixed up. So while he's trying to sail to China, he looks at his map, and he's thinking Italian miles, and he thinks he's close, and then he sees America. So that's how everything happened. Right. And and then I said, well, he didn't find America, at least not North America. And that, that his ships really weren't really called the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. Yes, I remember this because we went back and forth about it for a couple minutes, and it just didn't make any sense to me. Everything we ever learned, Christopher Columbus, you know, discovered America. Well, like you, like we said in that particular episode, we said we would make a mini pod, and here it is. I used to know Columbus discovered America, but I'd like to add a second, like, subtitle to this one, or another All thing right. we're kind of fighting with it, yeah, which always... would be, I used to know Columbus did not prove that the world was round. All right, so this is going to be a twofer. It's a twofer. You have, to, you, have to, you have to convince me two different things. Twofer. All right. Absolutely. Right, give it a shot. I, I think like a lot of this you're just making up. It's not the first time you've done it. Kind of prone for, uh, you know, some of these uh, extravagant, long explanations of why you're right and I'm wrong. And then 95% of the time you're proven right, but this is not <laughs> one of those times. We'll see. All right. Okay. So I really think let's, let's kind of think back into the 70s. Right, we how we learn things is not exactly the way things are as we know them, and I think it's true. Even back in the seventies, we just learned they were just telling us bad things. What are you talking about? Bad things? It, it was I remember fifth grade. There's a there's a class play. It's all about Christopher Columbus, and one of I don't I don't know who one of our friends was Christopher Christopher Columbus. He's all dressed up, stands up in front of the class, puts a flag down in the middle of America. Yeah. Are you, no. are you saying Mrs. Hendricks' fifth grade class was wrong? Yes. <laughs> and I could say that because I didn't have Mrs. Hendricks. Yeah. This is not going well. <laughs> I was in a different class. All right. So what, so what was wrong in all this? All right. So let's start with some basics. Go ahead. All right. Let's start with Christopher Columbus. Born in 1451. All right. Mm -hmm. We don't actually know the exact date. We just know that's the year he was born. Okay. All right. A little suspicious. I'm not exactly convinced right now with the level of detail you have in your argument. Well, if I have a real Wayback Machine, we'd go take a look. We'd go visit him in his crib. Okay. But what country was he born in? Uh, Italy. And you're going you're gonna to say that's wrong, nope. too. Nope. Italy is correct. All right. Good. Check. Uh, in fact, he, well, what would be today, Italy, it was the Republic of Genoa, the home of the salami sandwich. Well, not necessarily <laughs> the salami sandwich, but... That is where Genoa, Genoa Salami, Salami came from, yeah. exactly. And then while he was like in his 20s, he moved to Portugal and then eventually settled in Spain. Yeah, exactly. That, that's where he gets the ships and he's going to set sail for the Queen of Spain. Well, I mean, yes. But first he goes to Portugal. And do you know why he moved to Portugal? <laughs> 
I like the water. You want to be a little closer to the Atlantic, maybe? I don't know. Well, kind of. I mean, he was working uh, a commercial ship off the coast of Portugal when it was attacked by French... You don't want to use the word pirates. They weren't pirates, but they were they were like another business interest. Okay. And the way they would a ship can handle another take out another business was basically burn their ship. <laughs> this is like the like the guys breaking up the dinosaur bones just to yep. get rid of all the evidence. Yep, it's like, hey, you're trading the same thing I'm trading. Uh we're not from the same company, so see ya we have bigger we have bigger flames than you and so they torched his ship and he was just lucky to get off the ship alive and he ended up swimming a long distance to the shores of portugal and was like hey this is cool i'll just i'll just stay here (laughs) and uh eventually he gets married and he has a son but unfortunately his wife dies and so he's like yeah well you know i always want to see the world why don't i go to spain Wanted to see the world. <laughs> really? He's well, in Portugal. And he's like, oh, let me, uh, the great traveler, Christopher Columbus, let me expand my horizons. And he goes. Well, he wasn't going to see the world from Portugal. He had to get ships from Spain, you told me. But he goes next door <laughs> to Spain. I mean, there's the whole world out there. He could have gone to, he could have gone to France. He could have gone to Belgium. Greece. Yeah, he's Christopher Columbus. Go well, wherever. And uh, he didn't believe the ancient second century BC estimates that the earth was a sphere with a circumference of 25,000 miles. He thought the distance from the Canary Islands off the coast of Africa to the islands of Japan mm-hmm. was 2,300 miles. <laughs> he's, he's a little off. He's a little off. He was 12,000 miles is actually closer <laughs> to the legit number. <laughs> so just a little bit off. And that's an important point right there. So I'm going back to Columbus didn't discover that the earth was round. He was not concerned about falling off. Now, no one was. I mean, humankind already knew that the earth was a sphere. All right, this time. Okay, I think you're, we talked about this before when we had our maps episode, right? It was uh, Pythagoras was the one who figured all this out. Yep, the Mr. Pythagorean theorem dude, right? The whole triangle hypotenuse thing. And that was about 500 BC. And then shortly after, Aristotle in 300 BC declares, yes, the Earth is a sphere. And uh, and then I've got two names that I'm going to butcher here. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Aristothenes nice. and Aristarch. Starch. Yeah, not as nice. No, not but... as nice. Measured it. They ended up using the constellations and, and such, and they were able to determine basically uh, how big it was before 0 A.D., we actually knew it was a sphere mm-hmm. and we knew that we basically had a good idea of how round it was, yeah, like people, how long. They're, they're people back then are smarter than we give them credit for. They were good. I mean, uh, they certainly did better in math, I think, than I did for a long time. <laughs> and, you know, I totally remember seeing when we were growing up, these cartoons where you would see like a flat earth and you, like Columbus gets on his ship and he sails to the edge, right? And he falls off the edge and they're like... <laughs> But instead, he landed on America and, you know, <laughs> discovered it was round. None of that is true. Um, the most knowledgeable people in the 1400s, they already knew it was a sphere. In fact, everyone can, you know, everyone was able to see the proof. They, they, they knew we were a sphere. So yeah. that wasn't anything new to Columbus. He did not discover a round earth by right. going west. Okay. So, so he, he just was doing his thing everybody already knew that there was a, a round planet earth and everything that we saw in our cartoons in the 70s uh that was fake of yep. course because it was a cartoon 
Yeah, but I mean, even what they were trying to push on us wasn't right. So, what but, are they trying to push on us? What do you mean? Well, that the Earth, that Columbus found that the Earth was round. Okay. All right. All right. So, I because you raised the um, Pythagorean theorem and Pythagoras as the guy who understood that the Earth was round, and you did a pretty decent job with uh, Erastanesis and Erastacaris, I'll cede that point to you. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So, but we're still trying to say he didn't discover North America. He didn't really discover America, per se. He did do South America, sort of. So let's go back to his voyage. All right. All right. So now, you know, Spain was totally his last hope in trying to make a trip to the West and discover, go West and find Asia that way. He peddled his idea of a three-ship voyage to the Portuguese king first. Mm -hmm. He peddled it to his hometown of Genoa. And no dice? Nope. Venice? Nope. nope. England? They all said take a hike. Eh, no takers. Okay. Nope. Nope. It wasn't until he finally got to the monarchs of Spain, right, the king and queen. And it, in fact, even then, it took lots of years. And in fact, there's sort of a, a research around it that says that he had to wait until the Spanish had certain parts of the invasions of other parts of Europe, I'm guessing, to boast up their money capabilities. Okay. And then uh, eventually they were like, sure. Hey, look, dude, if you can go find a shortcut to the Asia going west, um, go for it. You know, we totally think 2,300 miles is wrong and that you might die and three ships worth of crews and everybody might, you know, might die. But hey, you know, you guys, that's expendable. And, and if you're right, we're going to be even more rich. So <laughs> it's all about the money. So go for it. I can't believe that. He, he spent years trying to convince people. To, to let him go on this on this expedition, I, th- I thought it was almost kind of like he was tapped on the shoulder, but he was he was actively campaigning. Please, somebody For send years. me. Ah, okay, and so. everybody was like, twenty three hundred miles. You know, <laughs> what are you doing? You're a nut. Yeah, no way. All right, you're all gonna die. So, all right. So now he's got his ships. Right, he's got the the, the, the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Marina, mm-hmm. and he puts everybody on there, and he's starting to go off into the uh, into the ocean. Yeah, except that the ships aren't called the Nina, the Pinta, but it is called the Santa Marina. Oh, yeah. How is how do you how do you know this is true? Nina Pinta Santa Marina, Maria, Santa Santa Maria. Yeah, as in the saint. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's the key here. They named their ships after saints. Typically, you know, they were naming their ships female names, and they were female saints. So Santa Maria totally makes sense. That's a saint, right? Okay. And so that was actually the flagship. The Santa Maria it was the biggest mm-hmm. ship that they were taking. And that's legit. Although the Santa Maria had a nickname for it. It was the La Galica and, uh, because it was built in the province of Galica. And so that was its nickname. But the real ship name was the Santa Maria. Right, I'm going to call it the Santa Marina. Marina. Maria. Maria. Santa Maria. Because that's what I learned almost in school. And, and it, it was, is. And it was the flagship. That, that was, and that was the proper name. So it had a nickname. So that one's right. So I'm right. That one's right. The Nina, not so much. Again, Saint, so Santa Clara, was actually the name of the ship. It was just nicknamed the Nina after its owner, which was Juan Nino. And, of course, since ships were named female, they had to change it to Nina. So it was the Santa Clara. Santa Clara. So it was the Santa Maria, the Santa Clara, and the something. Actually, we don't actually know what the real name is for the Pinta. We just know that it wasn't the Pinta. That's the nickname. But the real name was named after a saint. Well, then why would they, why wouldn't they call it the name of the saint? They've got this nickname. What, what is, 
wipe sailors the entire, sailors the just had their own names for things. They didn't like using the proper names. I mean, it would be like saying, you know, this is the Archduke of York, you know, versus hey Bob, right? So they okay. were calling their ships, you know, nicknames because it made them feel closer to the ship than than these proper names for the ships that were christened to them by, you know, the king, the queen. I'm sure there was, you know, you know, a religious service to bless the ship, everything, right? All right. So, so really it's a nickname, but they're still, those are the names of the ship, the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. Well, I mean, I'm saying you've got nicknames and then names. And so the Santa Maria, real name, Santa Clara, real name, and the Pinta don't know the real name. And the Pinta, by the way, stood for... It was actually the painted one, which was the, that's what it meant, which in the terms of that time sort of meant lady of the night. Oh, so really? Yes. Okay. I'll just try to forget <laughs> that you told me that. So anyway, you've got the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria, the Santa Maria, the Santa Clara, and the something. All right. All right. All right. So that's, that's fine. So we've got those. We agree that their names they might be called something else, but can we say that they set sail in 1942 and discovered America? Uh, no. Come on. I mean, first America was already discovered, right? You have the Norse Viking, Leif Erikson. Yeah, I've heard right? of him. Yep. Yeah, I mean, history kind of shows that the, that the Vikings made it over to um, Newfoundland. They made it there around 1000 AD. So that's five centuries earlier than about than Columbus started sailing. All right, fine, fine, fine. Right. But for the modern Europeans of the time, Columbus, he's the guy. He discovered America. Well, maybe, but I will point out that there, there may be some evidence that's coming up recently that says that Celtics actually made it there before even the Vikings. So kind of interesting, right? Mm-hmm. But what I can say is... What Columbus discovered 36 days after setting sail was the Bahamas. <laughs> not not like Florida. No, no. There was nothing in North America. He never went to North America. The, just the Bahamas. Just the Bahamas. He, he went to the Bahamas, and then he found some friendly natives that would trade, and he saw some wore, wore some gold. And so they were like, hey, we need to check this out more. And um, then he sailed to Cuba. And when he got to Cuba, he totally thought that was China. He was like, this is mainland China because the island's so big. And then he went to Hispaniola, uh, which is like Haiti in the DR, that island. And uh, he thought that was Japan. Okay. And then they accidentally destroyed the Santa Maria. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Yeah, so they lost their flagship. <laughs> they, they crashed it in some reefs. And then they sailed back home. And uh, Columbus ends up making three more trips, but none of them would go more north than Cuba. So nothing in North America. All right. So Columbus, he he's lucky that there was land before he got way too far out. Right? Yeah, he's, he had he's no gonna, food. Yeah. Hey, he's going to go twelve thousand miles to China, but he never even made it to the northern part of the Americas. No, he just did the islands, the Caribbean islands, and the northern portion of South America. So I think it was his third trip. He goes to Venezuela and uh, that kind of area. Mm. And and on his fourth trip, he was trying to find a way to quote the Indian Ocean. Across like the Panama Canal area, of course there was no canal, but I'm just saying around that area he was looking for the secret way to the Indian Ocean. Okay, didn't understand there was a whole Pacific over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta discover these things in due time. Come on. Yep. And by the way, 
when he set up the colonies mm-hmm. in these different islands as between all the different trips. Oh, yeah. Between both the people that were from the islands, the native native population, and also the people that he brought there from um, Europe that were working there, they did not like him. Oh. He he was not a good and benevolent ruler. That's what I've heard. Yeah. And so, in fact, on his third trip, the people disliked his operations so much that they ended up basically mutinying him almost. Uh, they sent him back to, to Spain in chains. He went back in chains? Yeah. He was basically arrested and sent back to Spain to meet the king, who ended up taking away his governorship, but for some reason decided, hey, you could make a fourth trip. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punish you by stripping you of your governorship, but hey... Hey, we, you might still make me money, we, so we need some sail way to over. go. Fourth time out. Yeah, maybe you could find your way to to uh, the Indian Ocean from Panama. Why don't you go ah, look? I, I don't understand people sometimes. Yeah, they should have just been talking to Magellan, who was like, "Dude, this is like a long trip." <laughs> and on this fourth trip, he's going he's going back to Cuba, or he th- thinks it's China. Well, so he's he's looking for the secret gateway to the quote Indian Ocean, right? Mm-hmm. And then eventually, he a storm shipwrecks him over in Cuba. And he gets stranded there, and the people, because, you know, he's not been a very favorable person, mm-hmm. uh, they're like, well, we're going to teach you a lesson, and all the people that you're with you, and your little dog, too, we're going <laughs> to, um, we're not going to feed you. We're not going to give you shelter. We're not going to help you what one bit whatsoever. Why would you're, they? You're on your own. Yeah. So he was a trickster in this particular case to gain favor. He took out his almanac and started reading it. And realized there was a, a celestial uh, event occurring soon. And so he went to the people of that island and said, your gods want you to feed me and take care of us. And if you don't, they, he, the, your god will take away the moon. Really? Yes. Oh, that's devious. Yes. Because he's, he's he read the almanac and said, wow, there's going to be a lunar eclipse soon. Right. And that's going to freak everybody out. Yep. So if I predict it... And then it comes true. Because you're not treating me right. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. And that's how we survived the, the, the stranded world of Cuba at the time. That is yep. pretty smart, but that's also pretty... Yeah. <laughs> pretty devious. Oh, yep. Okay. Anyway, he eventually lost... Uh, in the end, he eventually lost all of his titles mm-hmm. um, because of the way he treated everyone. And um, and then he also lost a lot of his riches to Spain, and he died on May twentieth, fifteen o six. Still thinking that that was the shortcut to Asia, that he found it. Yep. Now he was he was way off in a, in a bunch of ways, but uh, man, I had I had no idea about the lunar eclipse thing. I had no idea about the uh, the names of the ships. I always thought that he he landed uh, on America. That's what we were always told. Yep. And it's not true. It's all not true. And, you know, a funny side note is in legal world, uh, in the legal world, I believe it was 300, maybe 300 years of fighting or something, that his family were still fighting for some of the money, like Columbus's heirs were still fighting the Spanish royalty and Spain for money. <laughs> and I, I think it was like for 300 years. Or something. Really? What, what are they, <laughs> that they're contesting I, the will? I, I they, don't they know. Say, they oh. still think they're owed money. So something like that. 
money I, makes I, people crazy. I, I, I just saw that in one of my research things, and I'm I'm not plan- reading it from my notes, so I'm really? probably into dangerous world here. But yeah. but yeah, yeah. Don't don't go uh, don't go too too much off script. All right. <laughs> so uh, all right, you have anything uh, anything else? Uh, nope, I don't have anything else about uh, Columbus except, like you said, uh, the things we used to know when we were growing up. They're not the way that actually happened. Who would have guessed? Uh, I'm going to have to go back into my fifth grade yearbook and kind of put a little note next to next to my teacher and say, liar. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we hope you like this mini pod of I Used to Know. Uh, you know, we can't stop talking about it. We're on iTunes. Hey, we're also on Google Podcasts now. We're on Spotify. We're on TuneIn, we're on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, you know, anywhere you can get your podcast fix, you can pretty much find us these days. Also, if you like what you heard, why not give us a rating on iTunes? You know, it helps people find us if you give us a rating. And do you have a suggestion for us? Want to strike up a conversation? Or do you have an idea for our podcast? Hey, why don't you come visit us on our Facebook page? We're at I Used to Know on Facebook, and we're on Twitter and I Used to Know Pod, because we would love to hear from you. Thanks, as always, to our amazing Stevie Jump for our theme song. And thanks for listening. Threes and eights to all of you. All right. Talk to you all soon. Bye now.